And welcome to the deep dive, the live dive, the preview for round eight. How are you, Mr. Smith? Good, buddy. How are you, um, Trent Dog? Buddy, <laughs> Trent Dog. I'm going very well. We are back again for our 7.30 Wednesday live show and our preview for the next round. Yeah, so for all you tuning in, thank you uh, for... Watching us rather than debate. Oh, well, that's it. got to be much more entertaining than those two bozos just <laughs> killing each other. Well, sorry for going live during the debate. I mean, yeah, it's such riveting television that's obviously got the hearts and minds of the entire country. Oh, yeah, absolutely. No, we thought we'd do our bit for uh, political satire yeah. by uh, talking things football. Yeah, that's it. Uh, big thanks to our sponsors at Hops to Home. Hops to Home is a craft beer delivery service that is a fantastic sponsor of ours for 2019. Listen to our review episode for a promo code um, where you can get $25 off your first pack. Um, definitely check that out. Really, really good delivery service of craft beer fresh. They gather uh, beers off, off different brew sets from different uh, breweries all over the country, get yep. them together, pack them in a pack and send them out to you. Fresh to your doorstep. And also thanks to our producer, Ed. <laughs> at getting a lot of thanks at the moment. Yeah, yeah. he is. At, uh, at the start the and the end. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, yeah, well, thank you. Thank you. Uh, tonight, we also have a juicy uh, conspiracy oh, theory again. Yeah, so we're rolling on from last week. This is not a conspiracy. It's not a weekly thing, but I have one Could more. Be. Wait, it may be, but I've got one more. Definitely. So at least for two weeks in a row. Um, as always, Ed and I speak earlier in the week around what the agenda will be, and it's always, almost always we're just going to do the games. Let's just, uh, then Ablett gets suspended. Uh, Stephen May has a drink. Stephen May has one beer. Uh, you know all this stuff. So we will do a little bit of news before we get straight into the games. Um, but yeah, big thanks to our sponsors at Hopstone. Absolutely. But yeah, I, I would prefer just to go straight into round eight and talk about it a bit more. But we'll have to do a little bit of talk on the news. And then we'll right. do a quick conspiracy theory and then get into round eight. All right, what are we starting with? Well, we'll Steve to... May or Gaz? No, we'll lead with Ablett, I think. Um, so we both watched the game live. What... Didn't notice. Uh, when it happened, I didn't actually oh, you didn't notice, notice it. Didn't okay. really actually notice it. And then looking at when they said, oh, Ablett's done this, I looked and went, he, I, I thought it was surprising that he got reported to begin with. Yes, it was um, a high knock, but I thought he was trying to get his um, his self out of it. And yeah. obviously the end result was uh, adjudicated in that way. So I'm sort of happy that uh, justice, if you want to call it something, um, has prevailed because I uh, can't think of the no, appropriate yeah. word. But <laughs> I, I thought it was innocuous and he, he did all he could really to try um, and avoid too much damage to Dylan Shield. Well, yeah, I, I saw it happen, but I, I but the, the, I guess the initial angle that we saw in play, it didn't look bad at all. Uh, I thought I didn't think it looked that bad, mm. and then they showed a few different angles of it, and of course, like anything, if you slow it down, it looks worse. But it wasn't really. I, I didn't think it was too bad uh, in the final results. Um, definitely, you know, comment below throughout this episode around any of the topics. But I mean, tell us whether you reckon uh, he should have got a week, uh, whether he, you know, should should uh, have got nothing, whether he should have got a fine. Tell us what you reckon. But I, I don't know. I I personally thought we both said afterwards it's probably a thousand, two thousand dollar fine. Yeah, and that's probably about it. I'd imagine. I just can't see them them doing much more than that. But of course, it's the AFL, so you just you never just know. Never know. We said that at the time, and. Uh, yeah, this leans into into my conspiracy theory, which we'll, we'll get into in a minute. But I, it just purely in terms of this incident, I, I mean, yeah, look, Ab, obviously his good uh, behaviour because he's never been suspended came into it. Yeah, uh, they obviously argued a good good case. They said it was more careless rather than intentional. 
Um, I don't know. I, yeah. I don't think this is this is a, a major issue. Uh, it's interesting that it happened, obviously, not long after all the incident with the booing. Yeah, absolutely. He's back in the news again. He's only had about two minutes out of it. But And that's the thing. Yeah. Had there been more news throughout the week, we probably would have barely touched on this. It's just that it happened. And well, it's, it's big news because yeah. he's a big, big player well, I mean. as well. But had there been actual bigger news, this would have been, oh, okay, Abler had the... We wouldn't spend too much... I'm thinking we wouldn't spend too much time because really... He shouldn't ever have been reported in the first place. Well, yeah, we both probably think he shouldn't have been reported. But, yeah, I mean, look, you you can mount an argument that it was a bit overtly careless and maybe, you know... But there wasn't... I don't think there was a huge risk, really, of injury. Definitely not. I mean, he kind of went in a bit of an angle, like it didn't seem that bad. I don't don't know. I didn't think it was that bad. It didn't seem vicious. Um, I just don't know what he's supposed to do in that incident, like... Well, They're either well, he was trying to, yeah. I mean, he went in for like a bump. He went in for a tackle, maybe even like somewhat of a bump. He was halfway between between decisions, and then at the last second, kind of just went like that. Yeah, well, and, that's the thing. Yeah. If he goes to lay the tackle, it's a late tackle, so the free kick gets paid downfield, yeah. which would have been a free kick right in front of goal. So yeah. the damned if, and this is what we've talked about. This is where the whole rules and how it's interpreted is. Terrible. It's terrible. And yeah. I can't... Another thing I just want to touch on this is I don't understand... It, I watch the game like everybody else. I saw a few uh, SNN supporters. Uh, I think he's at Franger Hanger is this Essendon guy on Twitter that is extremely obviously pro Essendon. But he also like takes videos of bits and pieces and puts them up online. They often get pretty heavily shared. But he put up, and I'm sure other people probably did as well, but I didn't really see any much media attention on this, given there was so much to talk about around Ablett's incident with Shield. I don't remember the name of the player, and I haven't had time to go back and look, but there was an incident in the game where Ablett basically drove his knee, not that hard, but got up off a player and then kind of fell down fell down so for the people listening are highly sarcastic yeah and and like dropped his knee basically into the chest of a player and then got up again and then fell again onto this guy again and then got up and then walked away i thought that was worse than the shield incident yeah absolutely. to be honest but then we because it was intentional clearly i mean you're blind to say that's not intentional it was obviously intentional um no offense to the blind and uh, I, I just thought that was bizarre. I, I I'm, was a little bit shocked that that didn't generate much talk. But then no. this, obviously, yeah, anyway. I, I know I he got reported for that one. Yeah. But there was nothing kind of said about it at all. I don't think I saw a single thing mentioned about it. No, not like at the time, the commentators made mention of it. And that, Very and then, and then it was forgotten about. Forgotten about. And that's the type of thing you would think in most cases there would be at least a fine. Put it out because it's yeah. it's bringing well not bringing the game into disrepute, but it's, oh, it's unnecessary. Similar to con- cousins, really. I yeah, mean, it's unnecessary yeah. contact um, with you know, reckless. Like it's reckless. I thought it was reckless. It's stupid, silly, like, reckless. Who needs someone in the chest? Yeah, unless you're in a sport where that's applicable. Similar like, to liking Israel Folau's Instagram post. Silly, reckless, crazy, stupid, dumb. Really. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so that that's that. Uh, that's our take on it. Um, I'm sure people will disagree. Pop it in the comments. Well, that's fine. Um, we'll call it out and see you later. We've got to talk about the football. Uh, we do. So, yes. uh, Stephen May. Stephen May this week was uh, photographed was uh, creepily he was by a naughty little somebody. Boy, wasn't he? he was a naughty little boy. Oh, he had a, a point at the... Uh, I can't remember the name of the venue in Richmond. Um, how many points were there? We're not sure. 
how quickly he drank the pints were not really across either. What percentage of beer? Uh, was, Did he was share it? the pint? Did or he was share it the his pint? own? We don't know. We what, just what saw percent someone... of alcohol? Was it? Uh... Did he have nuts with it? Well, did he have a meal with it? Well, did he drive it. home afterwards? Did he drink it in the car? Who knows? Did he leave it on the table when he went to the toilet or take it into the urinal? So there's a lot of things where, where we like, just don't know. Yeah, well, it's the new real JFK thing. I mean, we're, we're really not. There's a lot of questions. Lots of questions to uh, no. ask. <laughs> no, but honestly, was the photo doctored? Was it a bit yeah. of photo Photoshop in there? <laughs> what, 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 is it a moon type situation? Yeah, was it fake? Um, no, but it, it, yeah. So there was this photo that came out, and then the uh, insane irony of the ambulance chaser journalists from the Herald Sun and, and Channel Seven for them, you know, Mark Stevo and these sort of people mm. to come out and say, oh, um, you know, leave the guy alone. He's just having a... Like, we'll, we'll talk about the incident in a second, but just for this, like, as a side thing, was just absolutely ridiculous and so pathetic. Like, it's such insane hypocrisy to be sitting there and saying, oh, don't photograph the guy. Now, I'm putting a call out to watchers, listeners... See if you can help me find this tweet. I think it may have been deleted, but particularly Mark Stevens was in Bali in the most recent off-season. He took a sneaky photo with his phone of, I can't remember the name of the players, but multiple players drinking Chang beers on the beach in Bali. Tweeted it like out. most people do when they're over when you, Well, yeah, yeah, that's a pretty standard activity. But put, put the picture up and uh, said, ah, oh, old mate... I'm saying Jesse Hogan, I'm not saying it was him, but whatever. Jesse Hogan on the beach, old mate drinking Changs or whatever. It's like tweeted something really weird like that. And then like Slow he, news day. So like well no, he was he was away. Like he wasn't just tweeted it oh, out. Okay. So he was in Bali with them. No, so he's on the beach, right? He's he's the one that took the photo. He did it himself. He didn't even get sent the photo. He's he weird. was the literal per he was a terrible. Why is he employed by creepy. anyone in AFL? Well, he's been employed by seven. But anyway, so he creepily <laughs> takes this photo, right? And tweets it out. And then he got dragged. I remember I replied to it. So I'll have to have a look. I said it was pretty strange. Like everyone was like so like because it was a really like creepy photo like from a distance like hidden underneath the towel or something. Like it was really, really weird. And then he eventually replied and said like sorry, too many Changs that day. Oh. But but then he's dragging someone for doing the exact same thing. Anyway, so that was just... Uh, uh, I know this isn't about the game, but that was just absolutely pathetic. Well, it kind of is. It is a bit. Yeah, anyway. So, but let's let's talk about the incident. I mean, so... So we, he had a beer. He had a beer. Now, has he had another beer? Like, like is this really bad? Like, he's had one beer. Are there other beers involved? Are we going down I guess, that path? Well, or we don't know. Don't and know. They, well, they haven't said... The, 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 I read somewhere that it was two pints. And the club seems to have gone... Naughty boy, don't do it again. But no reprimand. Well, the good, which the good one, the good one said that it was bad. He said it was disappointing and a few other things. Should we? We'll shed a little bit of light on this to some degree. So we, um, we won't say who the player is, but we have spoken pretty regularly with a, a Melbourne player who informed us that uh, a while ago. This is well before this that there's pretty much no drinking at all within the playing group during the week, like at all. And that's all. So they're, they're doing a lot of quite specific no drinking at, at, at the moment. Which is almost a stock standard response for a club that yeah. is not playing very well. And especially if there's particular players aren't playing well, that it has to be a focus on football. So they usually don't do any media, no drinking. Like there's hardly, they're hardly allowed to drink 
during the season anyway, but yeah. it becomes a lot a lot stricter because um, they've got to obviously look at uh, getting back to their peak performance. Yeah. So usually a, a bit of a blanket uh, ban on all that type of stuff and they become a little bit stricter well, on their, their, their guidelines and what they can and can't do. But I guess one thing that we yeah. can sort of say is that the club, you know, Melbourne had come out and said that we've got a drinking ban on rehab players, which is yeah, which seems which to be the case. Yeah, yeah. But we can also add to that, which wasn't I didn't see reported, which is that there's a pretty heavy blanket ban on drinking in general within Melbourne. Mm. So that might have been why a bit more, I guess, fuel was added to the fire around this. But uh, I mean, they don't seem to. I don't. I don't know. I mean, like, I guess the thing about it is, do here's a question: Do clubs uh, is it fair that clubs can dictate to players that they're not allowed to have a couple of pints? Is that do you think that's fair? Do we not think that's fair? I personally do because there's a lot of work for uh, workplaces out there that uh, are heavily into that. I mean, all the mining companies. Yeah, absolutely. If you're out there, there's no drinking, there's no this, and there's no that. I think also because players at the highest level of sport, particularly AFL, it's the biggest sport in the country. They in Victoria um, are seen as celebrities on a on a level that's basically um, no other sport has. So yeah. they've got to be on their best behavior. And I know it's a high pressure sport, and then and having a drink here and there shouldn't be a big issue. I think yes, there should be restrictions. They're athletes first and foremost, but I think if a team is performing well below where they should internally or externally, then the extra impetus on cutting out this type of stuff which may have an effect on performance and training should i'm okay with it i, I personally i'm okay with it as in you're okay with with it being strict. a, a, yeah. a, a fairly think, strict ban on it yeah well, also you're taking so much money in in a, in a small period of time in your life i think if that's the club's wishes i don't think that's too the other thing i heard a lot of people say today is just have the drink in the house and i, I don't think that's the worst idea yeah but then at the same time you have to be able to go out like and that's fine. You can't just would, live in your house. I would like, say if you're going to, you're better off... Necking it. Well, yeah. Quickly. <laughs> quickly no one look. No. Quick. Um, I mean, going somewhere... Don't don't go into beer gardens, I guess. Uh, yeah. Be somewhere a little bit more... Uh, like a dive bar. Well, be even a really good restaurant and having a glass of wine. That's true, if yeah. you want to be... Because they're not going to allow photographers in there. Like, uh, no. I'm not plugging this I'm just using it as an example Attica for example it's pretty hard to actually find it if you don't know where it is but you can't really just sit up the outside and go hello yeah I guess so yeah so there's, there's ways around it an expensive way to have a quick beer but no yeah, football I'm pretty sure <laughs> I guess Stephen May can afford it well, he, he definitely can <laughs> yeah. so yeah look I think it's been blown out of proportion to a degree but obviously there has been this uh, bit more of a uh, Blanket rule across all well, the players. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, that's um, something that we have been told, which it would be hundred percent true. Yeah, and obviously but that the reported. media. No, and obviously the media and other people well, have been cottoned onto. Well, there's also stuff, so, yeah. yeah, but there's. All, I think the interesting thing is that Melbourne at the moment there's quite a, at Melbourne Football Club that is there's quite a blanket ban on media as well. So that's probably why it hasn't leaked out that they're doing a pretty heavy drink ban. Mm. Anyway, so um, oh look, I, I I think it's a bit unfair. Obviously, it's a little bit creepy that he was um, uh, photographed like that, but um, it's going to happen. It, it's been happening for years. Yeah, I remember years and years ago, like right at the start of of mobile phones starting to have. 
okay cameras, like not very good. I remember stuff leaking out and you could barely make out what's going on in these pictures. Like I remember like at Eve, like some like back in when Eve was like a pumping kind of nightclub for yeah. for players. To, I mean, it might still be, I don't know. I feel like I was 80 years old if I went there now. But that, like I remember like, you know, there'd be like pictures that would come out and they'd be so dark it'd be like, Dan Swan getting smashed at Eve or something. And, and it's just it'd be like pixels. Yeah, it it'd be like really pixels and you'd be like, what the hell is that? Could but be. obviously now with like, you know, everyone pretty much has got high definition cameras. So taking, you know, sneaky weirdo photos, it's going to it's gonna happen. It's going to happen more. So I don't know. Stay in your house, get smashed. I'm not sure. No, but like there's not, I don't know what else you can really do. I mean, this is going to happen. It's not ideal. Just get a pot instead. It doesn't look as bad, maybe. No. Or just, just have a water. 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 Yeah, you know. Wodka. But yeah, <laughs> and just wodka. Do wodka, yeah. And that's a, I would like a, a water. And, and then vodka. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. Maybe, maybe gin's the answer. Or or just abide by the rules because they're usually only for a few weeks yeah. and uh, get back on the footy field, win games, and then yeah. you can get back to having a beer and everyone goes, oh, it's just, and, a, just a bloke having a beer. Who cares? It'll put hair in his chest from drinking straight vodka all the time. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no ice. You can't make it. No, no, no. They can't look like a drink. Just, no. just a glass of water. In a carafe. Carafe, yeah. yeah just get a whole oh, bottle of it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another one that, that, that I just wanted to bring up briefly. I'm not sure whether you've seen this. And again, we don't do any preparation or talk about it beforehand. That's just a hashtag. But another one, uh, Gary Rowan, who, as we all know who he is, he um, did a, an interview recently with uh, Exclusive Insight which is a little-known website, but popularized by uh, the fact that Gary Ablett, either the owner or a fair owner or a part owner or whatever. So that's his sports website. He's basically doing a thing similar to what LeBron does with um, his manager and a couple other people with uh, Uninterrupted. If you follow um, NBA, that's the same sort of thing, um, it, which it kind of gives uh, athletes a... An exclusive insight, which is where the name from. You know, uh, old mate May might do an interview, and he only does the interview with that thing, and it's it's yep. it's by athletes for athletes, whatever you know. Okay, so it's that whole sort of thing. Anyway, so there was an interview with Gary Rowan, and Gary Rowan uh, revealed in there to a uh, Channel Seven type of person, I guess um, Nathan Templeton. Um, you would you'd recognise him, but anyway, he's on AFL.com.au as well, isn't he? Uh, Maybe. I don't know, but he's, yeah, he's been around eight circles for a while, yeah. Yeah, he um, uh, interviewed him and basically said, uh, I was really hurt by everything surrounding the Swans exit, um, and I was really hurt particularly by the Swans saying that he wanted to go home for family. Look, by hurt by the, the statement from the Swans saying that, I wanted to, that he wanted to go home for family reasons. He's, so Rowan is saying that that's 100% not true, that if, if they wanted him, he would have stayed in Sydney for you know at least a fair amount of time wow so it that's pretty interesting i thought very he you know because that the, the swans were adamant for months and months now that he wanted to go home he he wanted to go home for family reasons um you know you could read into that obviously with the you know the the unfortunate you know situation with his family so that that yeah but it's interesting that someone has actually come out and having pot shots basically at at sydney we haven't seen that for a while. No. That someone's come out and basically thrown them under the bus and said, well, that's a lie. He, he's basically come out and said, said that. that. Yeah. Um, you know, verbatim, but he's basically said that. They're lies. And uh, uh, I, I was forced out because I didn't want to play in a buddy-centric forward line. That's effectively what he said. So, I mean, I guess interestingly out of this, and we'll talk about this there in the first game up, 
Um, do do we think things are crumbling a bit at Sydney? I mean, obviously we did say this a bit towards the back end of last year, but you you you're on board. Oh yeah, this aside, I I didn't hear the interview and no, and I'm all just that stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think there's some big concerns up in Sydney. The fact that um, even though it was even a conspiracy type scenario Ooh. with Shaw coming out and going, oh, Buddy's going to um, Collingwood. I'm like, Buddy's going nowhere. Nobody wants to fork out he might, million, but He's not going to Collingwood. Nobody wants to fork out $3.5 million or thereabouts uh, for, a 30, for a 33-year-old um, <laughs> Maybe that's player. what they'll do. Maybe. Just so, just so they can say, we we'll tick that box. We've got, we, we got a marquee player. Uh-huh. He's on crutches. and he's, he's playing one more game. He won more game, but we'll give him four, three, four million. Yeah. Uh, look, <laughs> It's an aging list. They've got some good young players, uh, but ultimately, there's not too many teams that do not have at least one or two seasons where they get close to bottoming out. I don't think they're going to win the spoon. They're too good of a and too classy. But no. yeah, look, there's them? there's some concern. Yeah. I think there are some concerns back of house too that are starting to unravel now mm. that the core senior group of the last eight to ten years are slow but surely. Uh, retiring and they haven't got that nucleus uh, like they once did. Uh, absolutely. So look, it, it needs to happen. Though. It needs lying to ha- about these players, is yeah. Not and if that's uh, what happened. Oh yeah. I mean, he's obviously uh, been hurt personally by what happened and was uh, probably a scapegoat. They probably had salary cap um, concerns. You know, considering they had that luxury tax or that luxury extra uh, living expense money there for so long and then it was taken away from them and they're like, oh, shit, we all have to take a pay cut. Mm. Damn. Going to have to move out of Alcluse well, it, and just down the road where it's only $1.2 million instead of $2.0 million, A whatever. few ex-players like um, yeah. Teddy Richards has come out and said that he, he feels the buddy contract's been pretty negative on the club now looking back. So it's pretty interesting. Like, who, I, who, who was blindsided by the fact that that wasn't going to affect it? We were open why about did, it. Why, why do you think the AFL tried to stop the deal? Yeah, they didn't want it. Because they, they, they knew, pretty well, like a lot of us, that this was a big chance to happen. Yeah. And yeah, if, if that had happened after winning a flag or two flags, then you'd think, well, yeah, oh, if well, it was 21 it's worth or 22 it. when he but was no on flag. this contract. Unfortunately, no flag. And that so, too, yeah. But he was also mid 20s. When they took on this deal, yeah, so, but I think being having being having it so back ended means they had to get rid of Rowan. Hanbury. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Had yeah. he been twenty one or twenty two, yeah. and this deal, so at the back of his uh, contract, he's yeah. thirty, still peaking. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Then it might be a bit easier, but yeah, I yeah. don't know. Well, it was a very unusual. I don't think the AFL. I don't know what the laws that they've got in place are. I don't think they'll allow these types of deals to. Go forward. I think a five or six year deal will be the maximum that they allow. Well, yeah, and I think having a contract so heavily back ended when you don't know what's going to happen between no A and B. So yeah, anyway. crazy. So, um, but it was it's refreshing that a player comes out and says stuff like that. I think I so like too. It, yeah. yeah, I like it, and a lot of stuff on on uninterrupted in, in the NBA gets said all the time on that show. I think it's quite good. So yeah, I think yeah, I'm I'm kind of into that. Um, uh, yeah. So we'll keep moving. Uh, I just wanted to throw one little uh, sort of nugget out there. Uh, it's a little bit interesting. Do we think... Oh, I put this up on Twitter this week. Do we think that it's a little bit interesting that Ablett was suspended for a pretty minor... Let's be on. Come on. A pretty minor type of incident. 
And then he was... Like the Holy Grail, just a flesh wound. Well, then he was told a few days later, obviously through the tribunal, that it's all good, he's ready to play again. Well, let's just take a step back and look at what that did. So that meant the AFL was in the news the entire week because of that whole scenario. I'm alleging that I think that from time to time, these sort of things happen where if there's an incident with a big player that's a bit marginal, they get reported and then subsequently they get let off because, well... It was pretty on the edge anyway. We'll just run the gauntlet with it for three or four days. And then they're in over. Yes. And then they're in the news cycle for the entire week by far. And it means then AFL ran that whole week because there were games, then absurd news, and then back into games again. Especially now that we haven't anyway. got games Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Yeah, isn't that interesting? It's Very happened interesting. right as the Thursday is finished. Do, 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 do. Anyway, Twilight that's, not, zone type all, stuff. that's this week's uh, woke, woke moment. <laughs> <laughs> woke with Trent uh, on AFL. Anyway, so no, I, Especially I think, now that uh, we haven't heard much about Julian Assange and what's going on there, we just got to keep... Well, he's got 50 days in prison for... What did he do? Breaking his um, jury something like 10,000 years ago. Anyway, he'll be in prison for the rest of his life. But yeah, anyway, that I thought was uh, just... Interesting. A little bit interesting. So... Feedback on that, and, and especially over the next few weeks before Thursday nights come back, be great. Keep an eye, keep an eye out for incidents like this, yeah, where the, awesome. these sort of things are happening to try to keep the, the news cycle uh, full of fire. And the other thing, too, is go back and listen to last week because I guess this is kind of a lead on to what I was saying last week, which is that, that the umpires have been instructed to do certain things this year. Uh, completely off the off the record. So do you reckon the AFL then, just keeping with this uh, yeah, yeah. train of thought, Why not? went, Stephen May, just go over there, mate, just want to take a photo with you with a beard, because nothing's happened. I don't think it goes that far. No? Well, because he he, he was pretty upset. So they're not that, like that the happens. LA police planting drugs on people so that they can arrest them? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> the, the, the AFL's the new LAPD. Yeah. Let's, let's hope we don't have a, no. a Rodney King type no, situation. Exactly. Yeah, you, glad you knew where I was going with that one. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I think... No, let's not have an... No, we go way over... LA riots in Docklands. No, I mean, I think ultimately uh, I'm alleging that it's interesting that the umpires, when there is a a situation with a a big marquee massive player, Mm. is reported and then let off. How many times has it happened? Uh, Quite a lot. Or they just... Yeah, yeah. Agree. Yeah. Well, Dangerfield... uh, Anyway. Sam Mitchell punched a... Uh, not Sam Mitchell's, uh, Tom <laughs> Sam Mitchell sent a uh, punch oh, to Goldstein um, that didn't even get reported. He elbowed Goldstein, yeah. nothing happened. Anyway, so that's it's, it's all a bit shifty, isn't it? A bit shifty. Uh, let's move into round eight now because I think uh, that's enough for those sort yeah, of Yeah, because uh, we didn't have too much news. We, we, uh, we, we but this was going to happen. But there was, there were three pretty interesting things. Very so. true. Very true. So. Uh, Sydney versus the Essendon Dons, uh, 18 versus 11th. Friday nights, uh, oh, but the soggy G, soggy G, the busted ass G, seven fifty. Still looks like it's in shite condition. It looks terrible. Uh, the Swans have lost four in a row, and Essendon have lost the last two. Can Essendon bounce back? What do we think? So yeah, really interesting game. Obviously up there, it's not the type of ground that suits Essendon's play. They like to run and carry and really link up players. Sydney have been a shadow of their former glorious team self. And they just don't know how to score without Buddy. But with Buddy 
they become buddy centric, and yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm leaning towards the Dons. I think they're showing a little bit better form than the Swans, but at the same time, Swans are going to win the, something. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Melbourne had their back against the wall, and somehow won last week. Oh, so I'm, I, at the moment, I'm leaning towards the Dons. Just, but I'll wait to see what the ins are like because it is Wednesday night so we don't know what the teams are just yet yeah so just to reiterate uh, again this is Wednesday night we don't know the ins and outs um, we don't have the uh, Tom Brown time machine to check them out no no uh, I yeah look I don't have confidence really at all in Sydney at the moment um, particularly as you highlighted offensively uh, I don't think they know what their best forward line is and that's kind of fair enough I don't think Buddy's going to play but who knows he, he may um I don't know whether he's been completely ruled out yet. I don't think so. But no, they haven't completely ruled haven't him completely out. Ruled no, him they out. usually give him right until that last training session, which I'm assuming will be tomorrow morning. Well, even if he plays, like how right's he seriously going to be? He's. I guess in their mind, he draws either Hibbard. I was going to say he draws a crowd. Sorry, not Hibbard. He's, he's, he's gone to Melbourne. No, there's uh, a conspiracy <laughs> Hurley or Hurley or Hooker. So he gets at least one of those key defenders on him, which then probably frees up the small forwards. And I'm thinking if he's close to being able to play, they use him just as a foil. Oh, you want to use him as a Mason Cox type situation? Yeah. Well, I, I'm I'm tipping Essendon. I, I think Essendon are a better side. I think they're ready for a win. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, I think they'll be able to win one away and, and galvanise. Yeah. I, I just, I hope that Busher has really looked at uh, Danaher and how he plays at the moment. He's quite can be quite lazy, and I think he needs to be forced up the ground a la Nick Rewall and Richo um, at periods in their career. He's a bit one-dimensional, I think, as but well. He, but he's, I mean, he's got... He's good at that dimension. dimension. But, yeah. yeah, but you can't just have a key forward just, like, old school. He's, it's not the 80s, mate. You can't just go, kick it to me, kick it to me, I'm in the goal square, kick it to me, I'll do the rest. Yeah. Um, you've got Jake Stringer for that, and he's a lot more versatile than... Uh, well, he's had are, a good Jordan. season. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's been very consistent. I think... They just need to open that uh, forward line up a little bit more and, and Joe needs to become multi-dimensional. I think if he plays up the field a little bit and can use his height on the wing, because he's a beautiful field kick like mm-hmm. Buddy, um, and, and, and do a little bit more one out for um, Fantasia and or Stringer. And I think that way, that'll mess with Sydney's back half. Yeah. I, I'm yeah. going Dons. Yeah, at this Dons point, I'm going as Dons. Well. Yeah. I think so, yeah, unless there's some pretty serious outs for the Dons. I'm going to go with Essendon yep. as well. I just don't have the confidence in Sydney. They will win games. I don't think this is going to be it. Um, they've also only won five out of their last ten at the SCG. Yeah, so not a good so place. They've been, to... they've been really poor at the SCG, yeah. um, which at some point again, I'm sure it will turn, but I just don't see it. No, they haven't shown anything not on to Friday. suggest that. No, no, I don't have the confidence enough in that, to be honest. Absolutely. Uh, and that, yeah, and I think Essendon were pretty poor against Geelong. I think they'll, they'll bounce back. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I don't see them being garbage again. And they'll have to be pretty mediocre, I reckon, to lose to, lose to Sydney because yeah. I don't think Sydney are that great, really. Yeah. Um, Dogs versus the Lions. So, so in Saturday's Saturday games. Yeah. Yep, Saturday uh, 12th versus 4th. Uh, Dogs getting their uh, first... Well, not first when they had one at the start, but yeah, it's been a while. It's uh, been the first, then, first win in over a month. Yeah, and then uh, Lions getting two wins in a row. Uh, what do we think? Can the Lions do it again? They can, but this turns out... This looks like a really intriguing match now with... The it's way Bendigo, the dogs in Bendigo as well, just quietly. Is it Mars Stadium was oh Mars, Ballarat, okay, sorry. so yeah, Ballarat, Ballarat. Ballarat? Is yeah, it Ballarat. Ballarat. Yeah. So Saturday does not look like it's going to be the most pleasant of days. A bit better than Friday, um, but still quite wintry weather, and I can't, 
recall uh, the last time the Lions uh, had, or Brisbane had, uh, wintry type weather. So, look, the dogs have been up and down. They've been in games, not super confident, but because of the conditions and because it's an, a ground that I guess nobody at the Lions has ever played at, maybe maybe Luke Hodge in juniors. That's about it. Uh, I'm going with the dogs, especially if they play even 80% of the way they did last week. Uh, I think they'll upset the Lions. Yeah. Um, the dogs were a lot better, obviously, last week against Richmond. Um, Norton's performance uh, was good. Yeah, look, I, I, I think probably the dogs. I think the Lions are just probably due a bit of a drop, but I'm tempted to tip the Lions. I'm all in on the Lions. I think they're really good. They're such a good um, side. Yeah, absolutely. I'm chips in on the Lions, definitely. Um, but yeah, it's interesting. I'm, but yeah, probably at this stage going to go with the Dogs. I think they're probably due a win. I think they'll play the ground a fair bit better. But yeah, look, that's a really tough game to pick. Yeah. They're probably, it's almost about even. It's Because I think, you know, particularly with Dogs having won last week, if they had lost to Richmond by 50 points... I think I then would have said, oh, look, you have to go with the Lions. But yeah. given they look so much better... I think it's only going to be... It'll be only one or two goals either way. It's going I to be think. a pretty low-scoring game, I would have thought, in those conditions. Because it's going to be 16 and raining in Melbourne. It's probably going to be so like probably 12. 12 and windy and raining. Busted ass yeah. weather. It'll be horrible. Old school footy weather. It'll be too pretty average. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to go both with the doggies? Yeah, doggies just... And then the old rivalry, um, which is a, a fair amount of a busted ass rivalry now, but Carlton versus Collingwood, 17th versus 2nd, MCG 145. How much do Collingwood win by? That's the question. And do Carlton get any of their players from last week Do back? they even get close to them? Like, I think it'd be pretty... Look, if they won, it'd be an incredible miracle. If but they, even if Carlton got their full within list... Within 10 or 15 even points. Even if they had their strongest list, their strongest team possible... I don't see them winning. No, Collingwood... Would uh, have to be a bit off. Collingwood would to. literally have to fall asleep for three quarters. Yeah. And I, even then, I think they've got enough damage in one quarter of football to be able to beat Carlton. What the no, that's no, no offence. Well. No offence to Carlton supporters and what they're starting to... Just a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> Collingwood are just so far much superior side. They are much they, better. Uh, they're second on the ladder for a reason. They are. Because they're probably the second best team in the comp as we speak. Behind they are. Collingwood. Yeah. Uh, behind Collingwood. Behind uh, Geelong. Geelong. I, yeah. you yeah, got to go. We, yeah, to eight, go eight to ten goals, I reckon. Yeah, so you've clearly got to go with Collingwood. I think Collingwood by uh, 35 points. Mm. I think the Blues will be okay, but yeah. They were horrific against North. Uh, if they play like that, it'll be 110 points. But I, I don't see it being like that. Uh, Collingwood, you have to go with. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then the Suns versus the Ds. This is pretty interesting. Up a metric on 14th versus 16th. Can you believe those ladder positions? Um, the Suns losing three in a row. The Ds are sneaking that win against Hawthorne last week. What do we What do we think about this game? Do the Suns have it in them? They're going to obviously taper off in the second half of the year. But do they have it? Well, I guess that's not obvious. They may not. I think they're probably going to. But... Very young team, and at some stage it's going to fall away. Do we think the Suns have got some more wins in them between now and the bye? Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. I saw um, bits and pieces of the West Coast game, and look, they've only got to be given a, a little window of opportunity, and they'll take it, and yeah. almost uh, got in front of West Coast. And West Coast are clearly a better side than Melbourne at the moment. Up at Metricon... They've shown all year so far that they're really, really difficult to beat up there. I, I'm going with the Suns. 
Wow, Sunnies again. Yeah, I'm, I'm picking the Suns. Uh, Melbourne, yeah, they had a win against a pathetic team in Hawthorne. And they only just won. If, and if, they got over there because of desperation. They needed that win more than Hawthorne. Hawthorne well, are 3-4, and four, so they got some and, wins. And I think they thought it would just get done. I think they thought Melbourne were pretty average. And yeah. if Wingard marks that ball, it's over. So I think that's the other thing I didn't, again, hear much talked about during the week. There was such a close game. I mean, yeah. it easily could have gone the other way. So. No, the Suns, I mean, it's... For all the Victorian listeners, it's been a pretty wintry type of uh, week. It's been cold and wet. It's been and freezing, yeah. Uh, again, that's going to play a major role because it's still been in the low to mid-20s up in Queensland. So climatising, all that type of stuff, probably will be a little bit humid still. Um, it's all about the weather. It, well. <laughs> no, I'm joking. With the ball. I like your last year. Yeah. Remember we used to joke about oh, how, yeah. the accuracy well, of the weather? Yeah, you absolutely. had your little app going. No, uh, they're not doing it this this year anymore. It's, oh, it was too hard. To, oh, you, so they play in Bendigo and stuff. I'm like, I don't have Bendigo on me. <laughs> Chuck it in there. So I'm going with the Suns. Uh, just. I am going to go with Melbourne, but just. I, I, I'm, I think. Jeez, I thought you weren't touching mm, them for the rest of the year. They no, no. I, think I can some, see why. I can at see some why. point, they're going to have to win some games. I think that that may have gotten them a bit better. Uh, together uh, last week with that win against Hawthorne, I think that they'll they'll be okay. I, I think they'll just win this game. They should win. It'll be they a shocker because people will start to say, "Oh, well, they only just beat Hawthorne. They only just beat the Suns." That's what I think the narrative is going to be. I think they're only going to just beat teams pretty much but if, between guess, here and the. Guess bye. what happens if you just win week you in week out? Win you, win just, you just you <laughs> just get into the finals and you just win a flag. Is but I don't I don't just see that for no. too much longer. I just see that for a little while. Yeah. And that'll be a little bit of just, and then that'll be it. I reckon yeah. they'll be busted ass in the second half of the year. And then they'll be Because if they're tired now, they're going to be cooked then. Absolutely. So I think, yeah, one sneaky, one sneaky win up there yeah. at the Suns. Yeah, should be a good game. It should be a close uh, game. Hopefully, yeah. Uh, St. Kilda. Shouldn't say a good game. We're no. a close game. <laughs> yeah, let's not get too excited. St. Kilda versus the West Coast Eagles. Uh, eighth versus tenth. Again, can you believe that Can you position? believe Believe me. At Marvel Stadium, who wins this one? Eagles are going to... Romp them, you reckon? Yeah, I think, the, I think the Eagles are just starting to um, shake the hangover. And there's too many players out for St. Kilda now. Um, obviously, Geary. Geary's still out. Rewalt, Montana. Um, Goddard. Goddard. Um, no banger Harvey anymore. <laughs> Stewie Lowe, he's gone on annual, annual leave or something. <laughs> yeah, look, it's... It looks like a, a reserve, oh, not a reserve, an under-18 no. side. It's so young and inexperienced. No, Dylan Robertson. Yeah, uh, there's just not enough experience there. And this is the type of game where the Eagles really had to show the footy world and themselves that they're still a legitimate uh, force in the competition. I think they'll get the job done. They don't, they don't fear interstate travel anywhere now. Um, they're just not playing very good football. But I think they've got enough class and enough experience to get over the top of... Uh, a pretty gallant and determined St Kilda outfit. I, I like the way the Saints are going about well it. I think they played well this year. I'm really quite, good. I quite like the Saints. I, I think the Eagles are going to win, but I think it's going to be really close. Yeah, absolutely. I think they're going to win by like a point. I think it's going to be that close. Uh, I oh, think... sorry. I said chewing, didn't I? I mean, not you said by... chewing earlier. Yeah, yeah. chewing for the win, not a not a not a margin. Sorry, I should have clarified. No, I think no. I think about ten points. For me. I think the Eagles are a good team. I don't think they're a great team. I don't think they're revving their engines. I still think they're a bit drunk. I don't think they're quite quite from last year. I don't think they're quite ready. Uh, but I think they'll probably win this game. Not by much, but very, very Yeah, close. I'm only expecting... Could be a draw. That'd be pretty funny. We have no draw yet. That'd be good. That would be very good. Uh, Saints love a draw too. So they like, too. They, that particularly is totally out here. Yeah, yeah, this is about time ready for a nice GWS-style draw. 
Uh, yeah, that's what I reckon. Uh, I'll tip a draw, stuff it. Power versus the Crows. What do we think in the Derby Derby? Well, look at it. Sixth versus seventh. Yeah, how this so, is a prime time game in Melbourne, I'll not never understand. But anyway, it's they think we don't care, but it's a much better game than St Kilda versus the uh, busted ass Eagles, a drunk I, Eagles. I would so. think so. Yeah. Uh, thank God for, uh, and we're not sponsored or we're not plugging this, but KO. Yeah, we we have thank got you. KO, so yeah, that's very good. very good. Uh, look, eh, this is so tough. Neither team has been convincing all year, really. Port's best football, I think, is slightly better. Yeah. But at the moment, form is saying the Crows. But the Crows have beaten teams which you would have thought at the start of the year they should have beaten anyway. Yeah. And on that, I am going to go with Port in a little bit of an upset. And against my better judgment, I think... You're going to go Port? Yeah. yeah, I think Motlop will come... I think they'll bring Motlop back in and he likes these types of game. I think he'll be the difference. Old mate uh, Jason Unsworth is asking here, may I ask how your tips are going so far this season? And I'm not quite sure what tone to read that in, whether that's a... Mine, like a, I, I'll be honest, I, I've been going shite. Well, you throw the, you roll the dice and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, on that type of person. You'll, you'll be like, like the, the um, Suns are going to beat Collingwood of the G today. Yeah, I'm the kiss of death when it comes to that type of stuff so, because... I'm not a betting person. Well, you just—he just has. Well, he likes to be the contrarian. Yeah. But so I'm sitting <laughs> on. Um, yeah, I'm sitting on 39. Um, so that's so pretty good. I got four in round one, six in round two, six in round three, three in round four. But I, I really sort of rolled the dice a fair bit there. And then uh, round five, I got five, uh, and then I got eight in round six, and then seven last week. So I don't think that's too bad. Yeah, um, and I'll be honest, I think I missed actually placing my tips for three warriors. Yeah, I was going to say, this tipping yeah, thing is pretty pretty ridiculous. Um, uh, and I guess to put that into some context. sort of context. So uh, you're in front of uh, so Michael Gleeson? Well, I'm in front of everyone. So yeah. uh, 39, uh, the highest in the ages tipping is 32. So, so yeah, if you're being sarcastic, seven ahead. you can I mean, stick it, it. But if you're being legit, there you go. He's well, got seven, 39. Seven ahead in seven rounds, I would have thought. And I'm on 29, bad. so I'm almost up He's, there with you. You're nearly winning it as well. Yeah, so there no, you go. So, oh, look, oh, oh, we like to think we have an all right read on the game. But tipping is a load of rubbish. It's, it's a bit of luck. And I've gotten lucky already yeah. a couple of times. This if you wouldn't year, mind so. just confirming whether that was a sarcastic question or a legit question. Just oh, he's written. No, no, no. He's written here. Um, great effort too. Oh, thanks, buddy. Oh, no worries. Cheers. Uh, no worries, I went. Uh, so, oh. hello, Nathan. There he is. Uh, so let's. Well, we'll keep moving. What do we think? So I mean, we tip both tipping. I think probably. I'm going Port. Port. I think yeah. So I guess to follow on, I probably think Port Adelaide as well. Um, I, I, I wish just, it was on channel. I wish this was on free to air into Melbourne, and I wish it should be every time the. Well, they, they don't want to back it. They don't yeah. seem to understand. There's that so this many would, people that love this rivalry, regardless you if you back it's them. One, it's one of the best rivalries in the game, if Absolutely. not the best. It's so good to Heated, watch. Heated. It's always a good game. They hate each other. Yeah, they literally hate each other. Hmm. I am going to go with Port as well. I just think Port. Are, it's like Mundine and Green going head to head. I think Porter, yeah, I think they're ready to, to yeah. win a game like this. I think they're a better team overall. Yeah, and I just don't have the confidence in Adelaide week in, week out. And who have they beaten? I, I you know, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Only I, thing I, that I think that can get Adelaide on top is their midfield is starting to really get a lot of the football yeah. at the moment. So they're accumulating. And if Walker and Betts can, I mean, yeah, Betts is a bit off, but if Walker and Betts can start to gel like they have done over the last few years it could be dangerous for Port Adelaide but Port Adelaide's back 
line's pretty strong. Um, it's the kids that I like it in Port Adelaide. I think they've had a down week last week, and I'll, they'll bounce back. Yeah, I, I just yeah, that's it. They were they were targeted pretty heavily, and and the game plan works. But I, I think I think Port. Yeah. Uh, Sunday's games: North versus the Cats, fifteenth versus first. What do we think at Cats Marvel? by how far? Yeah, I think, look, North are a lot better, but there's no way they're going to beat Geelong. I, I no. just don't see it. Um, no, I mean... I even mean, without Ablett, say, had he been suspended, I still yeah. don't think that was... I mean, and you could say that, oh, Geelong are due for a loss. Well, yeah, they probably are. Not next now. Week, next week. Not now. Or the week after. It's not going to be against North Melbourne, I would not think. I would be surprised as hell if North Melbourne even get close. I, don't I reckon s- it's going to be at I least four goals. Yeah. At least four goals. In the Brad Scott, Chris Scott Cup. I think, yeah, uh, yeah I yeah, think... Yeah, Cat's easy. Cats by 40 points. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't think it'll be a shellacking, but it'll be enough, a fair, enough. A fair yeah. um, beating. Uh, and then the Hawks versus the Giants. Interesting game at the MCG. What do we think? 13th uh, versus look, third. There's a slight chance that Hawthorne could upset the Giants only because of the Giants' record at the G and having to travel down uh, the road and all that. Blah, 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 blah. But I think... You can't not tip the Giants. They're playing extremely well. I can't see anyone in Hawthorne's back six or eight that can stop Cameron. Yeah. Even if Frawley comes back into the fray, he's not athletic enough to, to run with him anyway. So uh, he's in super form. He's 13 goals clear at the top of the Coleman. And then you've got the midfield. Their midfield's young and fast. Uh, Hawthorne will have to play a, a tempo style of game, which doesn't really suit the forward setup, mm. so I can't see. Hawks need to win it, but I just can't see them getting in uh, into a position to be able to upset no. the Giants. And I don't think... I think the- it'll be a close game. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. Yeah. Maybe two or three goals. But yeah, the Giants, for me, they're playing really, really good football. Again, they're third on the ladder for a reason. And I don't think the defence from Hawthorne is anywhere near uh, ready to deal with a, a Jeremy Cameron who's been... In- the best forward in the game by a fair way. I think that's going to be really difficult. He looks like he's ready to kick another bag, um, and and yeah, I, I don't know. I just don't, I just don't. They don't have the they don't have the polish. I don't think to no. to deal with a team like this. Um, this could get a bit ugly, actually. I I I think the Giants by twenty or thirty points, but it could could get worse than that. Uh, and then f- interesting game the back end of the uh, the round. Uh, Frio versus Richmond, fifth versus ninth over in the West. What do we think? Oh, I'm gonna to have to go with Frio. They've played. They've proven yeah. enough at home that they're gonna be really, really hard to beat. And been incredible winner. They actually played that ground okay. Richmond do. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I'm not writing Richmond off. I've obviously just got to pick a team. Yeah. Um, I just think Fremantle. In, a, I think this will be the best game of the round, along with the showdown. I think it'll be a really tight tussle. Probably about eight or twelve points in it. Just to free, I think they'll just have enough firepower to worry uh, Richmond's backline. Unless, I mean, if Asprey comes back, it makes it even closer. I think he's a big chance, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, look, at this point, Freo for me, depending on what the team, final teams are, I mm. may adjust it, but. Yeah, I think, I think this will be a really good game to watch and be, really entertaining. Interesting to see where they play Gareth Wade as well, some of the other kids. Be interesting yep. to see where they stick with uh, Balter as well, who was a, not great last week. There were a lot of passengers in last week's game. Um, you know, I wouldn't... Yeah, I think they'll play Lynch, but if there's more to this than we're aware of, maybe they will drop Lynch 
and just say, look, he just needs a rest. He's just not there. Yeah, look, and it wouldn't be a Who bad, knows? and it wouldn't be a bad ploy because then wouldn't be great. But. Well, well, no. Pierce has been in some really good form for Fremantle down back. Yeah, he's been one of the so best defenders. So, he, if you've got, if he has to go up against a caddy, I mean, caddy's got the advantage there. Uh, a lot more mobile, a bit faster off the uh, off the line, and going in with a small forward that might just shake up Fremantle's defense a little bit. And mm. if Lynch really is down on form and, and confidence, I mean, no better way to than go back to the VFL. Nobody's seen him at VFL level, and yeah, I think he'll monster. Them. I don't think he play VFL. I think I, I actually think I think he's just have rest, rest. Sore, and he sore, needs, sore, needs yeah. rest. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's fair. Yeah, us, do you reckon it's a? Huh? Do you reckon it's a serious injury that they're Possibly. just keeping under the? Yeah, I think that's Alarge, a chance. Alarjo type. But Not I, that serious, but something like that. Well, I don't think he's in this moment and they're playing him every no. week with it. I, I, I think that we, yeah, yeah, no good. No good. Uh, no, I think it's a chance that he's he's a lot sore than they're, they're letting on for sure. Yeah. But like, we, we, we're we completely speculating. Absolutely. Um, I think if, he, if he's got any niggles, he should be rested. That's um, well, that's given the case. Yeah, and they might have... Prob- they're probably of the same mindset, I'd imagine, but they're potentially just trying to see how far it's all you know going. Of and, course. Uh, quick run through the games. So we both think the Dons over Sydney on Friday night. Yeah, bomb brace for me. Yep. Uh, we both think the Dogs over the Lions just. Yeah, just. In uh, yeah, cause Mars. It's in, in, yeah, Tom Mars. On Mars? Yeah. Uh, it's very hot there. Uh, well, then... Brisbane, oh, hang on, the Brisbane, Brisbane will win. Hang on, yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah. take it back. Take yeah. it back. No, it's in, what, Ballarat? Uh, Ballarat. Then, yeah. The Curtain versus Collingwood. Pies. 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 Yeah, bye-bye. Pies, bye-bye. I think Melbourne will get up over the Suns in a sneaky, but you reckon the Sunnies? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm probably going to tip the Suns every time at home. <laughs> you love the, the Suns. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's why he's on 29 and I'm, <laughs> I'm on 39. <laughs> that's exactly no. right. Uh, St. Kilda versus West Coast Eagles. I'm going Eagles. Eagles, uh, Port versus Adelaide. So we're both going Port with that. I one? think in so. Look, I'm gonna want, just... yeah, I'm gonna go with power, but yeah, you know, I am concerned offensively with the power. I, I think that they do heavily rely on Westoff. Um, if they don't get you know a serious supply of goals from their midfield, it, it is it's still a little bit problematic. And... Um, there, there's definitely problems in their game plan with that, but Absolutely. I don't know. I, I, I'm I'm still. I mean. Adelaide was so bad last week. I know they got over Frio in the end, but that that was one of the worst games of football ever. Um, yes. And Adelaide really scraped over the Gold Coast Suns. So I don't. And we're talking about a team here that two years ago averaged almost 120 points a game. Yeah, well, now they can't kick. Yeah, and that's it. And and yes, Tex Walker's been a bit better, but is he going to do that again? I don't really have the confidence in that. I don't know. I, I'm pretty sort of on the fence with that one. But Port at this stage. And then um, North versus the Cats within the Cats. Yeah. Yep. Uh, we both think the Giants will beat the Hawks. Definitely. Yep. And then we think uh, Freya will probably beat Richmond. But again, it, uh, again, that's another one to watch for ins and outs yeah, as probably, well. Yeah, there's probably three or four legitimate toss-of-the-coin games uh, this round uh, on paper. And obviously, until we see the, the lineups, uh, we've just given you our opinions on Wednesday night. And they can obviously change uh, when we see the teams. Yeah, exactly. So massive thanks to Hops to Home. Massive thanks to our man Ed uh, in the back there, enjoying all the conspiracy theories. He's uh, he's completely on board with his tinfoil hat over there. Absolutely. He's actually going yeah. to start putting together our little snippets He'll and make a documentary out of it. He'll prepare the hats yeah. beforehand. Uh, enjoy the footy. Take care. Thanks to all the comments and all feedback comments. there and watching us instead of the debate. That's it. Excellent. Well, you can't guy. watch that. See ya. See you guys. Bye.